Fabinho gets the crossing. It's towards Wilmer. Oh, can you believe this? Abby Wilmer has saved the USA's life in this World Cup. Chastain will take it. She missed a penalty kick against China in the Algarve Cup and they lost that game. Morgan streaking, she's chipping the goalkeeper! Off the post and in! Patrick Bullard! Hi everybody and welcome to Settle the Score podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Madeline. We have a lot to talk about the last week. (laughs) It is. It's fire. I'm telling you, World Cup season is arguably the best season, and I am crazy for Christmas, so that's really saying something. (laughs) This is a good World Cup. A great World Cup. There's a lot of... The things that make a great World Cup are, one, the United States kicking ass, obviously. Number two, I think the, the controversy, the the sweat, tears, the back... Like, it's just, it's been such an exciting already... And we're just in group stage. It's been so it's been so exciting. And the level of play is phenomenal. I think that's my biggest takeaway so far. Is you're seeing these you know smaller score lines for some teams. Like we were just talking, like France only beat Norway two one. That was kind of a weird game, but I think it's because all of these teams are 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 getting so much better. The level of competition in this tournament has been thrilling for me to watch. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And I think a lot of our our players are talking about it. A lot of the sportscasters that have been in the women's game for a long time are saying that as these teams continue to get funding, continue to get development, play in other you know leagues throughout the year, the level of play is only going to continue to rise. Period. End of story. This is the best quality of play in any World Cup. And I think in the next four years, again, we're going to say, hey, this is the best quality of play in any world cup it's just gonna keep getting better which is so exciting for the women's game you actually saying that reminds me like I almost feel bad about how I've thought about it in the past because I just wanted to think oh I just hope the U.S. women win I want the U.S. women to win because I want soccer to be popular in the United States I was feeling really invested in that and now I see that it can't just be here because it has to be the world because that's what makes the tournament interesting and I think so many more people are tuning in it really honestly I don't want to be too optimistic here but this feels like a tipping point to me people are psyched I know I I love I love seeing that that I see a lot of people posting I'm going to see my first game talked about you know women's soccer and I, this is again, we've talked about this. This is the one time bandwagon it up, jump on this bandwagon, ride with us, just come along. <laughs> like, don't that's what that's what the World Cup's about. It's about hype. Our bandwagon is comfortable, it yeah. is fun, it is talented. There's no toxic masculinity involved in it. Nope, it's just a lovely bandwagon, and no lines at the bathroom. No, no, no. lines at the bathroom. It's the, Just be- come on. the best bandwagon you could ask for. <laughs> Should we dig yeah. into this Chile game? Yeah, let's do it. I We have to start with the lineup. I mean, that's where you start let's any match. Let's start with the but... lineup. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jill made some big changes. She And I was talking to someone earlier. She made all of the changes. And that is 
at first I freaked a little. I, I was like, ah, because we talk about Jill and consistency in, in lineups. But the fact that she basically just replaced the entire lineup and had a completely different squad out there, I'm okay with. What is your take? Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought yeah. it was great. <laughs> wow. I thought Jill Ellis wow. made a great decision for a lot of reasons. The number one reason that I thought it was a great decision was I do like that every player has now gotten minutes. Yeah. I think that is just such a powerful message to send to the group. That All the field players. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ashlyn. You can't. Don't forget about my girl, okay? I'm very Carry sorry. On. Allie got to start. Allie had a great game. We'll I get know. to that in a minute. Yeah, I love that everyone got in because now she can go to anyone and they theoretically won't have those jitters. But most importantly, I just thought it was a good look. Like, it, yeah. I, I think it makes it feel like a team. I also think it kind of sends a message to the tournament of like, oh, our starting lineup, our B team is Kristen Press. Carly Lloyd and Mal Pugh. I mean, yeah. that's intimidating. That's that's crazy. It's almost rude that she did that. But again, I'm not, you know, <laughs> score the 13 goals and celebrate each and every one of them. We firmly landed on that. Um, yeah. But wow, like I, I thought it was a really bold statement and also a team building statement. And with those two things combined, I really liked it. Um, and I liked... I liked the starting lineup. I really liked pushing Julie up uh, up to the middle. And she was fire. Whew. She looked fantastic. I was a little bit weirded out that Morgan Bryan was in there. I thought she had a pretty mediocre game. She looked like she hadn't played soccer in a while. Guess what? She hasn't played true, yeah. on the team in a while. So I, I, don't, I don't blame Morgan Bryan for that at all. But overall, I was pretty happy with the team, especially that first half, except for that defensive breakdown, which is why I ultimately don't think we're going to win the World Cup still. Um, but I, I, I walked away from this game, especially in regards to the lineup, with a really great feeling. Yeah. I, Allie Krieger was quoted saying, you know, we, I believe we have the, the best team in the World Cup and the second best team in the World Cup, which wow, no other team could even come close to uttering that. Now, if, is that... 100% true, don't know, but it is really, it's up for contention at least, which is exciting. I think it might be true. Fran it might be, I just... France is it, looking good, Germany's looking good, but... Yeah, France are like, there's a few that I'm like, eh, I, but you know what, it's a, it's an argument to be had at least, which is, is unheard of, I think, even for the United States teams in years past, so... It, it was impressive. Uh, talking about Brian, I you said she had a mediocre game. I and again, she hasn't played in so long, but she was the one player. I was just like, still why? I just it's I don't know. I don't I don't love her style of play, and it may just because I'm not used to seeing her play. And she she just doesn't have the gel with this team. But I tell you, I miss Sam Yui out there a lot. But again, I, understanding the, the, the change in the uh, the lineup and the purpose of it. And I do think it was amazing that every single field player now has seen minutes. I do agree that, yeah, if, if I had one bone to pick, it might be just Brian really needs to get the minutes. But I, I agree. I also, I'm going to say something just wild here, too. I can't believe I'm saying this. I thought the subs were really smart. I thought the yeah. subs were really smart because the, the players on the field 
who are going to get a lot of minutes are, are Ertz, Haran, Sauerbrunn, and Dahlkemper, right? Yep. Those are the those are the starters. And then the subs, Julie came out, right? Yep. Which I thought was Lindsay. smart for Jess McDonald. Mm-hmm. Lindsay and who was that third sub? Dahlkemper. So At the very, only like eighty something minutes, seventy something minutes. But yeah. But still, I thought in terms of like using your subs wisely to rest people, smart. Yeah, very smart. And again, to get these players, the the three that subbed in, to make sure that they do have some World Cup minutes now was huge. I love Jesse McDonald quoted something, you know, when she got called up and Jill said she was going in. She was like, I immediately couldn't feel my legs. <laughs> you know, just couldn't feel them. Oh my um, gosh! I she came in and she played phenomenally well I thought she looked really good really strong and it was fun to see her on this national stage because we haven't uh I'm sorry international stage we haven't I haven't gotten to see her play you know we haven't gotten to see her play at this level of course with the with the North Carolina Courage but haven't gotten to see her up against these squads which was really fun to see and I thought she looked strong I I was really impressed with her play me too I guess anyone who watches the NWSL knows this but her throw-ins were sick (laughs) nasty (laughs) They're basically corners if you're up in that, you know, attack yes. third. And nearly. it's so interesting to me because when they put her in, it was clearly like that was the game plan, right? It's like she yeah. was going to take all the throw-ins no matter what. And I think that's so interesting that a, t- a player who's probably never going to play very much, I mean, in theory, there's still a game plan around her. Like yeah. that's how well thought out everything is. Wait, am I giving Jill a compliment? Wow, yeah. You've given Jill like three, one on the lineup, two on the subs, and now on her individual, you know, game plans for each for each player. I liked how this was handled. I did. Yeah. I've, yeah I'm, I'm I'm waiting for a lightning bolt to strike me down. <laughs> but Jess McDonald had a great game, and I just I don't want to like just make her identity mother because obviously she's also like a woman of color and obviously a very complicated person who has her own special life but when she got on the field I was just like yay there's a mom on the field like no I I thought the same thing I did I just I was so impressed I was like that woman has carried a child to term and she is crushing it you can't have a kid and still do the job you want to do like right she, it's it's just that's the reason I love the world cup so much because it is so inspirational it just yeah. really is. It's like anytime I'm like, I can't do this. It's like, no, you can't. Look at these women. They're amazing. Yeah, it's it really inspires something something deep. I, I love the you know, and Nike commercial that keeps showing um the you know, the craziest dream of all is the one that inspires oh, a million more. Gets me every time. I hate every that time. it makes me cry, but it does. <laughs> but it's it's really it's that's what this season is about. I feel like even more than you know the men's world cup yeah there's a lot of great soccer going on it's obviously are it's not arguably it's the most popular sporting event worldwide period but there's something about this season with these women and what they're fighting for on top of the actual match it's just gosh it it really gets me like i'm i'm gonna start tearing up and then i'm so i'm gonna stop right there right. <laughs> it's like equality is at stake <laughs> it is and it's God, it's. I want them representing me. They're doing such a good job. They're it's, doing a good job so far. <laughs> wow, Madeline. 
Bring it down. No. I just I can't um, get too optimistic because if they go out, I'll I'll feel crushed. And now there's like a tape of it that lives on the internet of me being wrong. <laughs> that scares me. That scares oh, I'm me. I'm wrong daily. It's okay. I'll, I'm willing uh, to be wrong about them not about them losing. I, the double negatives have tricked me. Never mind. Okay. Shall we talk about uh, Ali talk- Krieger's performance? We. I would love to. I thought I get. I'm so biased in, in in most of my opinions about her, but I I thought she looked so so good. She she was getting up there. She was making plays. She was a part of the offense, and then she was getting her butt back on mm-hmm. defense. I did. You, oh, her speed was amazing. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I love it when you talk about Allie. <laughs> I I did feel like. And in, I think I felt this way about the whole run of play in general. It did a lot of times feel like these people haven't played together much, which because of Jill Ellis's sure. previous terrible decisions is true. Yeah. And maybe kind of an argument for getting those other players in. But I actually think in this tournament, it sent more of a statement that was probably more important and resting those players was important. Although maybe if you're Alex Morgan, you kind of want to go for that golden boot. But I like how unselfishly she didn't go in this game. Not that it's up to her, but I'm sure she could have advocated a little bit for that if she wanted to. But anyways, it did feel to me like sometimes things weren't connecting as well as they should have been at this stage and against an opponent like Chile, who's actually ranked behind Thailand in the FIFA rankings, but clearly is a better team. But I thought that Krieger, when she had those moments, when she wasn't connecting, when Mm -hmm. she made a mistake, she always fixed it. She yeah. was so tenacious. She got back and got... There There was one time when she biffed it and then ran like 30 yards and stopped the offensive player. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She And she did. She did have a couple of off passes. Everybody and, and did, though. I'm. It, yeah, every, it's not her fault. Yeah. yeah. It, and so... And some of them, I think, is the offensive players. And again, it's because they haven't played that much together. Is They're not stepping to her. They're not stepping to the ball. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to step to period of story but anyways I I agree she she hustled she she got back she played great defense and she got mixed up um in the offensive third a lot and I just I was thrilled to see her play again it just it it looked like it looked like old times watching her play and yeah another inspiring Mm -hmm. story about tenacity and stick to itness uh, just yeah, exactly. Again, like we forget, she hadn't played on the national international national team level for two years. Two years, like that's. Ah. It's never yeah. too late for you, everyone never out there. It's never too late. And then I loved Tierna Davidson's play. I was I was just about to say on the opposite side of that coin in terms of career, like kind of Allie's going out and Tierna's coming in. I thought she looked phenomenal. I thought she looked so good. I was. We haven't gotten to see her get a ton of minutes either, and and seeing her in this match, um, she looked good. She was she was strong. She was fast. She was getting mixed up in play too. It was it was inspiring to see that next generation. I don't. I mean, you know, she's not going to get many more minutes. I don't think in this tournament, but going forward, I think she will absolutely be a, a staple. I agree that she will team. be a huge part of this team in the future. Yeah. I thought I thought it was incredibly impressive how consistent she was for this being her first World Cup minutes at the age of 20. Yeah, I know. Ah, like, it's unreal. 
you know, if Jess McDonald is like, I can't feel my legs, I can't imagine what young Tierna Davidson is feeling. Although sometimes when you're young, you have like that ego thing that protects you from right feeling nervous <laughs> or whatever. But she was really phenomenal. And it kind of made me wonder what would have happened if she hadn't had that injury last year, because so much yeah. of why she she couldn't play was she had this injury. And I, I think actually she was so good in this game. I think the entire team would have changed because I think you could you could have her and Crystal as the outside backs or if Kelly as well. Mm-hmm. I think Crystal Dunn could have played somewhere else. It's like, oh, when, I know, I know yeah. the what ifs are pointless, but when I think about it, it is really sort of staggering. I, I, I loved Tierno's performance. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Huge. And then we need, we, you- sorry, <laughs> forgive me for that. <laughs> we, we need that youth on this team too, because we are uh, the oldest team in the tournament. If you, you know, I don't know if it's average, median, mean. I'm not sure. You know that fun uh, elementary, middle school math. Mode and range. The tournament. <laughs> and so, you know, we need that youth. Uh, if we're, I mean, obviously we're focused on the next game and then and this tournament. But going forward, uh, she's definitely going to be a huge part, and that's exciting. So. And then these four words, lineup number two: Press, Lloyd, and Pew. I was not that impressed with Mallory Pugh's offensive game, but she played defense pretty well in this game. She did. She hustled and got back, and I think that's something that she's been faulted for in the past, so it was nice to see her making those changes and getting back. But I agree with you. I was, She was, apart from Morgan Bryan, she was probably my, I don't mean to say least favorite, but I, just, I didn't think she had that great of a performance either on this match. But, you know, she played the full 95 a lot of extra time mm-hmm. in the last half, uh, but she she has the she absolutely has the fitness for it. I just think some touches were off here and there, and and some passes, and she couldn't get started what she wanted to get started a lot of the time. But but the other two forwards, man, Carly and Kristen, Kristen had she she should have had multiple goals. Man, Endler just shut her down in the most impressive way. But I mean. On both players' parts, it was so much fun to watch her I, drive those balls in. I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, no. All right. Kristen Press, on, on Twitter, on the Twitter-verse, thank you very much, she was getting so much love. Like, oh, Kristen Press looks so good. Why isn't she starting? She looks so good. Why isn't she starting? I agree. She looked great. Her movements off the ball were awesome. She was creating a lot of space in the box. I'm sorry, she can't score on the national team mm. in big games. I think, I don't, Endler was amazing, and we'll talk about her in a second, but I think it's a huge problem she couldn't score. Carly scored twice. I, I, I just, I'm, this game did not make me feel impressed with Kristen Press. Really? No, right. I, I just, her job is to score and she can't do it. I don't think she's a winger, you know, like she's she's being yeah. forced into that. And I, I do ultimately kind of didn't, I wouldn't want this lineup to be our lineup all the time because I just don't buy Carly uh, at that top spot, really. I actually liked her better when she dropped down the cover for Julie. But yeah, I just, I can't, I I, I really want to like Press, but I think she's a choker. Mm. That confirmed it for me. Wow. All right. I, you're right. I mean, 
you're right, shouldn't put any balls in the back of the net. But I tell you, I, I thought a lot of her movements were impressive. And she, again, she shouldn't be starting. We have our starting three. And I think that's, that's the, those are the gals we're moving forward with. Uh, but I do think that she does come in and she can create opportunity. And she has a different, a very different style of play from Megan, who's, you know, normally in that left attacking yeah. forward position. So it, it can mix it up if, if for whatever reason, you know, Pino's being shut down or I don't know, you know, the end of the world is happening. But I, I don't know. I thought it was fun to see those attacking strikes she had and then Endler with those saves, I mean, very impressive. I was going to say, I actually, there is a world where Pino has off games. That's, that's Megan Rapino's problem. Like, there'll mm-hmm. just be a game and she just can't connect. She just can't yeah. get anything on frame. And yeah, I guess in that, in that case, I'd, I'd rather have Kristen in. I just wish she could score in big games. I guess that's my thing. I don't totally hate her. I don't, I don't think she should be off the team or anything, but she, she, looked, <laughs> she does look so good. It just every time she doesn't score, I have these questions. That's all. And then Carly. All right. Carly turned it around. Oh, man. I was going to say, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what an inspiration. Just, I know. I do feel like she, I still feel like she comes off as a selfish me, me, me player, but like girl wins. Yeah. She wins. We need to, we oftentimes will put balls up and we are a little too nice. We're like, we're passing it off when I think we have an opportunity to strike and Carly doesn't do that. You know, I mean, I guess she does at times, but she'll, she'll take the shot herself. And you know, that one that she, that she put in. And I think, was it Julie that was coming? The on? first goal. Yeah. And she took it and yeah, she was not in the better position Mm-mm. to take that, but I thought Julie scored it first. I was like, Oh, I know. Yeah. I did as well with the, the speed with which it came off her foot. It did not look like she had the way she was kind of falling backwards. It didn't look like it could have come from her, but sure enough, it did. <laughs> so it was an amazing streak. And you know, if you're Julie Ertz, you can't fault her for that. Cause she put it in, no, right? She made not. the right choice. If it goes in, it's always the right choice, right? It's right. <laughs> hindsight guys. It's 2020. Yeah, but I was happy to see uh, Julie with one too. That was that was fun because she uh, she doesn't put that many in. It was so. great. It was great. I love a Julia at school. The way it accelerated off her head, it was just like crazy, and she kind of like hit it backwards. How do you do that? Skill, Skill. practice, <laughs> being a professional practice. athlete. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Those those things, all those things. I I I didn't love that the second half was scoreless. Yeah. But I, it was, I wasn't too it was bothered fun. by it. How'd you feel about that? I, I was, I was just excited because I thought I liked the shots on goal that we took. We took a lot of shots on goal that second half and it was fun for me to watch the, the performance of Endler. And I thought we were still attacking pretty well for the most part. Yeah. Was the, um, was the card, uh, and the foul at the top of the box in the second half, I'm blanking now, with the foul on Lindsay where they gave a PK. Yes, it was, which Carly missed. Which Carly missed. Um, which I was a little, like, every time something goes wrong. I mean, Carly, though, is that one player where I don't think things, I think she does push past, and I don't think she lets things get in her head too much. But I almost, I kind of wanted her to score after that to be like, you're still okay, Carly, you're still okay. Right, <laughs> but right. But I, I, hopefully that won't 
that won't bother her too much. But that was a weird call. I but. actually think just to about getting Carly getting in her own head. Carly is the kind of player who will only turn that around to be more psyched about it later. Like, right. I think Carly's right. ego doesn't work like that. I think she's just like, oh, I didn't do it. You think I can't do it? Perfect. Like, Carly Lloyd yeah. almost show you has to time. suffer in order to succeed. Yeah, it's very deep. But very it, deep you're now. right. I didn't love that VAR call. It was it was Lindsay Horan just right at the tip of the box. And the yeah. run of play was exciting. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I we're up three nothing. I was like, I don't want to waste time. Like, let's just play. I'd rather yeah. take more actual shots against Endler right now. That was right. one case where there, VAR, no thank you. Well, there's been a lot of controversy with VAR, especially related to penalties and, and around the box. And it has been, it's been wild. And I think, you know, when did this debut? Not that long ago, like this change of style, right? Yes. Months. Mm-hmm. And so to ask these, well, not that you, not that fouling is a new thing, but to to change the style of play so drastically, so in such a short period of time before this, the largest tournament, it, it feels weird and it feels like there's a lot, there's breaks and it, I don't know, I feel like it's having more of an impact on play than anybody wanted it to and not necessarily a positive impact on play. I That's thought I'd really takeaway. like it, but I think it's it's almost too picky. Yeah, I, it, it's like sometimes you don't need to call the like that didn't need to be a PK. It just it just didn't. It just right. didn't. It would have been better to keep the game going. And I think any ref would have because it just wasn't it was so unclear as to whether or not it was in the box. And there were a lot of um, I mean, Australia versus Brazil, that match had a lot of controversy and it was some of the VAR calls. My parents are in heated arguments in the kitchen about these VAR calls. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. You know, I told you I got to watch the last game with my dad. I was uh, visiting my grandmother and it was just, it was, it was intense. I mean, these, these calls are, are getting people riled up. People that aren't even, you know, you know, my parents both love soccer, but it's like, Ooh, simmer down folks. Uh, But no, it's, it's really funny. And it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's passion in the World Cup, right? That's what this season is about. It's about people being passionate for their teams and passionate and over VAR calls. Passionate over VAR calls that you know go go different ways. Um, the one thing that I thought, I guess, inline rulings on VAR calls that uh, when Mal Pugh right. put that that ball went out, man, that was <sighs> that was over the line. Yeah, it really it was over the line when I was watching it from my TV angle and. Uh, and then, of course, that was the one that Julie scored off of. Thrilled for her, but that was that was a harsh call. That should have been a goal kick. And that of, is uh, sort of bizarre because if it's corner. only going to affect penalties, it's like, what? It was the point of this. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think I've seen sometimes some goals where the ball has actually crossed the line and a defender's kicked it out of the goal and it hasn't been ruled a goal. And in that case, like, I want VAR to rule it a goal. Right. Right. So like, it's like, I do think it's, it's almost like, like the limit of approaching infinity or like the uh, calculus, Uh, (laughs) you know, like how you can keep getting closer and closer to a line without ever touching it kind of. Yeah. It's like, at what point does VAR, like, when do you want the rule to be firm and when do we not care? And 
I think VAR is like you have to care every time. And I want to care like 85% of the time. Of the time. But you yeah. can't where where can you draw that line and have it still be fair? Yeah. Like, should we just keep soccer not fair? Right? Is like that kind of the fun part of it? I'm not sure how I feel. I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know what to tell you. It's a they're gonna figure that out as FIFA goes forward and you know, they're gonna be using this in the men's game and when it matters to the men, believe me, they're gonna figure something out. Right. Pe- people will have a lot more opinions. It's also the first time, so I'm sure they'll work on some work on it a little bit too. I will say it has been interesting seeing some of because it's I feel like they've used it a lot with these fouls and uh seeing, you know, back they'll replay it and seeing the way some people are like grabbing and literally being taken down mm-hmm. has been you know, you know it happens and I play it and I did not play <laughs> nearly at this level. Uh, but you know, people get nasty and, you know, a lot of stuff is never seen. And so it is interesting, you know, exposing some of these, some of these crimes out here, uh, <laughs> soccer crimes. I'd watch that crimes. show, uh, <laughs> that are, that are happening. So yeah, interesting. Can- There's going to be a lot more VAR talk yeah. in the future going forward for sure. Can we talk about these goalies? Can we talk uh, about these goalies? Okay. If I told you that we now had Endler. In our goal, we'd win the World would Cup. You then say, yeah. "Yep, I no. knew it. I knew yeah. you were going to say it." No, if Endler was our goalie, we would we be would, yeah. unstoppable. No, no question. It yeah. wouldn't matter how bad our defense was. It wouldn't <laughs> matter. She, yeah, girl had an insane game. Wow. And they made the comment early on, the commentators. You know, if uh, if Endler gets hot, the United States is going to be in trouble. I was and like, who? Who is? I had never heard of her before. Yeah. She's never played in the NWSL, but I, I heard it in the post-match interview that she might come to play in the United States, Oh, which would be cool. Well, that's great. Good Lord, though, uh, Chile is lucky. Is it, sorry? Chile is lucky. Chile is lucky. Yeah, oh. they've, got, they've got a cold stone. I don't know what the end of that is, but they've got somebody in that, in that goal that is not allowing anything through. Unfortunately... I felt like we saw Alyssa's colors, you know, we saw mm-hmm. like, that was awful. And thank God it was offsides. And, you know, I thought that even as it was happening and I was like, well, that sucked, but that's definitely coming back. But still like it, her first moment of importance in this world cup. And it's just like a disaster. And, and it, was a, just, it was a weird free kick, right? Like they, they had a weird game plan around it. They were like, yeah. who's going to take yeah. it. Uh, so it was weird, but like goalies have to be the person on the team who are like, Nope, I'm, I'm always at this high level. And it just feels like her mental acuity is not there. I just feel like she doesn't have ego, which in day to day, you know, whatever I, it, you don't want your friend to have a huge ego, but when you're the goal starting goalkeeper for the women, you know, United States women's national team, you have to have that level of ego. It's part of what helps you brush bad things off when they happen. It's part of what just gives you the confidence to go out and slay day in, day out. And I feel like she just, she's a very, it seems like to me when I, when I see her interact with other people, she just seems lovely and such a wonderful human and humble and kind, but like, that's not what we need in the back, you know? Was Hope Solo crazy? Yes. Was that why she was a great goalie? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I she bet Endler is, an in, is a wreck. Endless. 
I bet she's yeah. a personal wreck. <laughs> I have no yeah, idea. I, I know like nothing about her. Like a psychological profile of field players versus goalkeepers because they are two wildly different beasts. Like the the thought processes, the uh, it, would just, it would be interesting to to analyze that. I bet but really I, high level goalkeepers are like slight egomaniacs. It's like actors. Like to be a really good she. actor, you have to be a little nuts. I bet it's the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I absolutely think that. And arguably any anybody that gets to that level in what they're doing, you know, you have to you're you're there for a reason, right? Um but I don't know. I just I was not thrilled with her performance. She did make a couple other I don't even, I'm not going to call them saves, but she, she went up and got a couple other balls. <laughs> I, just, I don't think they qualify as being saves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's who has chosen to go with. So we're just going to lie in our beds that we've made at this point. Like, I just, I don't know. Amen. I agree. <laughs> it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Well, guess what? We're playing Sweden on Thursday. Thursday. I'm so pumped for this match. Honestly, Uh, everything before this has just been for fun. This is when it starts. This is this is serious. Well, it's serious because I think for us it's Sweden. Because really this match means nothing. In term well, it, it it means if we win the group, but moving out, you know, we're out, we're in the next round. But it the it winner of that. the group has to play Spain next. And Spain is looking pretty good. They actually ha- tied China 0-0 today, but we only just defeated them one nothing earlier this year, right? Mm-hmm. So Spain is looking good. So yeah. maybe there's something... And then if you beat Spain, more than likely you're going to play France in the mm-hmm. quarterfinals. So maybe there's something to be said for not winning this game. But I, I, I think that's like... I was talking to a few people earlier about like not voting for a woman in the election because you're afraid that she won't be electable. But it's like, I, that's a terrible idea. Like, just, just vote for the person you think who's going to do the best job try to win every world cup game it's like you just gotta do it you just gotta do it and i think that's that's what we're gonna see i don't think i don't expect to see anything less i also think we have so much to prove yeah but i'm scared i'm scared allison that we're not gonna win i i'm not at all I honestly like this match. I I think we have confidence going in. We've got we've got momentum. We've got everything we need. And I honestly, although I haven't, I can't say I've watched many of Sweden's matches. I've been in my in my free time. I've been trying to watch some matches of teams outside our group. Have you caught much of their play? How are they looking to you? I watched Sweden Thailand. I mean, they only beat them five one. You know, we beat them thirteen uh, nothing. Um, <laughs> but they looked they looked pretty good. They looked ready to score. They right. they weren't. It was interesting to watch that game because they were such the offensive aggressors. They weren't doing their mm-hmm. normal bunker down thing. But yeah. I thought they looked pretty good. Like Loda Shellen is great. You know, they're they're great. Yeah. They've got a lot of good players. So. Well, I'm I'm actually I really am excited to see us be tested in a more lower stakes match like this one. Actually, you're right. It, it's perfect. Good. Yes. Yeah. It's actually kind of the best way it could go. Yeah. You know, no, think, you're right. We'll see. We'll see how. I mean, we all ex- we're all expecting to see our back to our 
first starting lineup that we saw against Thailand, uh, and we'll see those girls come back out, and we'll see how they're gelling, you know, and they should have very fresh legs, which I think is great going forward. Um, important to keep to to you know you. you utilize freshness as much as we can moving forward. Um, Cause once you start in this next round, you know, the matches are tighter together and arguably much more challenging. So it's, you know, keeping everybody fresh and ready and it's going to be, is going to be tough, but I do think having had most of that team not play that game will be a huge advantage. Oh yeah. Though definitely. I do hope that we can just kind of keep it the same going forward because I do think against those bigger teams, gelling is very helpful. Oh, it's going to be everything. And I, I think I'm not going to pretend to know what's going on in Jill's head, but I do. I would assume that that is the plan going forward. Germany only beat Spain one nothing last Wednesday. So. Yeah, they could be a really interesting team. They, Spain could be more surprising. I We haven't talked much about them and I haven't lent them a ton of thought. You know, we keep talking about France, Germany, but yeah. Absolutely. Let's talk about some of these other matches that happened this week. We saw France, Norway. France beat Norway 2-1. France did not look convincing. They did not look convincing in that match. And I watched I watched the majority of it and I just wasn't either Norway was a lot better than again, better than I'd given them credit for going in, but they just didn't look that hot and Renard's own goal was just I I I watched it watched it live and then I watched it a couple more times and I'm like, did she think that was she did she just just put it in there as if she were attacking did she mix up which side of the field she was on did she just not send it wide enough like it it was just so bizarre because she didn't have that much pressure from the back either so she could have turned with it but I guess if you're defending you think somebody's on you you just put it out into the side which she obviously failed to do it was a bizarre it It was was bizarre bizarre. I think that's a perfect word for it it was bizarre I'm sure she feels bad Wendy Renard she actually um she had a better match it sounds like versus um who did they just play today nigeria she was named player of the match um that just ended uh france winning 1-0 but bizarre but france only beat nigeria 1-0 i mean no 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 hate to nigeria like it's exciting that nigeria i guess nigeria did beat south korea though so i i actually i haven't gotten to see nigeria play norway did beat them three nothing that's interesting. That's interesting. Norway beat South Korea 2-1. So yeah, wow, Norway, Norway and that's France. Very, that's been an interesting group, I tell you. I'd like to go back. I need to I would try to go back and watch this France Nigeria game now, you know, still knowing the outcome and see where it is. And then Norway beating South Korea 2-1 today. So Yeah. It's like an interesting group. Yeah, it really I don't I don't know if um every if folks anticipated the the level that we were going to see in that group. So Again, it talks to what we spoke about earlier with the quality of play around the world just rising and that being, you know, really inspiring. And then Australia has been a shock to me, an absolute shock. Uh, I, I I can't believe it. They lost to Italy. Yeah. Which was just shocking. And then they went down to nothing to Brazil. And then yeah, they came back to win back. thanks to Sam Kerr. But wow. Yeah. It had I, a rocky tournament. I, I, I talked to Big Talk about how, how good Australia was going to be, and they're kind of embarrassing me. <laughs> I'm really annoyed at them. Uh, England didn't play a great game against Argentina. Only won no. nothing. Won nothing. They're not hot right now. And Canada uh, yeah. had a pretty...
pretty okay game against New Zealand. I was watching that with high interest to see if Christine Sinclair would score to beat Abby Wambach's record, but did not happen. Not yet. She did not score in that game. So yeah, it's all been looking pretty interesting. Yeah, I I think as you said now is really when it, you know everybody puts the pedal to the metal as we enter this round of 16 well sorry we still we have group matches left on Thursday and then we start moving towards the round of 16 it's going to be really exciting to see how some of these teams settle out yeah because there's there's already been like you said some pretty big surprises so. there aren't that many group matches left we've got tomorrow at 3 Italy Brazil Jamaica Australia then Wednesday at 3 once again Japan England that will be interesting yeah. That will be interesting. Japan hasn't been playing well, but they haven't been playing terribly. Scotland, Argentina. And England, same. <laughs> yeah. So I could see Japan defeating England, which is not something I would have said before this tournament. I would have thought England would have steamrolled them. And then Netherlands, Canada, Thursday at noon is going to be very interesting because the Netherlands have been playing well. And then yeah, Can- I want to tell you, it's what gets hot, you know? Yeah. Cameroon, New Zealand. I think New Zealand's going to win that one. And then it's us. Yep. Boom. Thursday, this Thursday at 3 p.m., Sweden versus the United States. And Thailand plays Chile. And I actually, I obviously, they're both at 3 o'clock. I'm going to be watching one of those matches. <laughs> but um, I got to say, I'm kind of interested to see if how Thailand and Chile fare. I think, obviously, Chile will come out on top. But I, uh, I'm interested to see if maybe Thailand will, will pull one or two more out. When they work on developing their program. When they scored their goal against Sweden, their manager, who is this woman, she's a businesswoman in Thailand who single-handedly has sort of like funded the program and has been advocating oh. for women's sports in Thailand. Like it, it it's, 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 she is the reason. I mean, it's the players oh. are the reason they're there, but she is like kind of the behind the scenes the reason backbone, yeah. that they were there and they scored that goal. And I'm like crying now. She just started <laughs> weeping. Tears uh, of joy, and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Oh, oh boy, oh, I'm crying again. If you haven't seen that clip, like clip yet, you have to watch it. It clearly meant so much to her to have them score a goal against Sweden. It was like it was beautiful. I loved oh, it. Man. It's been a Warm great fuzzy. World Cup so far. <laughs> oh, been a great World Cup so far, and so much more to go. We are pumped. And I hope you guys are pumped. We had some listener shout outs that we want to share. We just want to say yeah. hello to Tiernan. Thank you for listening. He said, on my way to watch my first World Cup game of the year. And so I'm shamelessly listening to ScorePod to sound smart. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you, Tiernan. And then we had Joanna tell us that she had been listening. And then she said, I've been mainlining episodes while I'm up in the middle of the night nursing my new baby girl, which is basically the most feminist thing I can think of. So I loved that. I loved Love hearing it. from those listeners. Amazing. So if you want to reach out to us and tell us your opinions, tell us how we're wrong. We love to argue. Can't you tell we love to argue? back and forth we're happy no, to I'm though <laughs> gonna say, I, that's not my strong suit but i'm gonna leave that up to you i'll argue i'll just start screaming about jill ellis and then i was gonna yeah yeah uh, go to our default but you can email us at settle the score podcast at gmail.com you can tweet at us at scorepod or instagram us at scorepod thanks for listening guys thanks for we'll listening next time. see you soon bye <laughs>